Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, St. Louis Cardinals fans? And welcome to another Believe in Cardinals podcast. As always, I am your host, Braxton Wheeler. Today's date is March 18th, 2023, and this is episode number 14. You can find this podcast wherever you listen to your favorite shows, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SiriusXM, Amazon Music, Pandora, and many more. If you enjoy this show, please hit the subscribe button so you can be a part of the first listen club every time a new show is posted about the birds on the bat. You can also follow me on Twitter at Brax, B-R-A-X-X-X-26 as I post content daily and send me a message whenever you'd like if you want to hear something specific on the show. All right, guys, as always, thanks for tuning in to the show. Like I said, we are free and available wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so when a a new show comes out, you can listen to it as soon as it happens. We are in full effect, guys. Uh, we're in the middle of spring training, right? This is where I call the midway point. You know, we were excited for spring training, you know, in, in February, waiting for the opening day of spring training. But now, let's be honest, we're at that point now where we're in the thick of things, the World Baseball Classics and the quarterfinals and the semifinals, championships on Tuesday. You know, either we're more tuned into the World Baseball Classic, at least this is for me, or tuned into some March Madness play. But there is a lot of things happening in spring training, but we're also at that point, man. We are just ready for opening day against the Toronto Blue Jays in Bush Stadium. Uh, it's an exciting time of the year, right? Like, I don't know. A majority of people probably listening to the show keeps up on March Madness to a certain degree. How fun has that been, man? How fun has that been? The World Baseball Classic's been amazing. You know, we had some upsets in basketball. We had Furman beating UVA. We had Princeton beating Arizona. And then we have... Farley Dick, I can't even say it. Farley Dickinson <laughs> beating uh, Purdue yesterday. Funny story. Before we get into a little bit of the World Baseball Classic, we're going to talk a little about the state of the Cardinal Spring Training right now. So, I think it's funny. You have these tier of upsets, right? Like Furman beating UVA. You think, okay, that's probably the biggest upset of the of the round of sixty four, right? Um, then you go to Princeton's. Like, wow. It's something about Arizona as a two seed. Princeton beating Arizona. Arizona always feels like this happens to them. And then Farley Dickinson, right? So I, I kid you not, if if you know me, I do some sports betting. Um, nothing crazy. I like to sports bet more on football. I think I have a better feel of football games. I think I think the when when you bet on football games, I think the 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 spreads and the lines are very sharp, which is which is tough as always. But with that being said, it feels like the games always play natural, like true to effect. What do I mean by that, right? So this will come full circle when I talk about the story, but. When you bet on something like NBA, right, teams take a night off. I've always talked about that. You know, a guy could be missing. Teams take a night off. You you have no idea what the outcome is going to be. College basketball, regular season, kind of the same way, right? Um, But when it comes to football, that's why I like betting football. NFL weeks are like, man, every week these guys play tough, tough, tough. But anyway, yesterday I was like, you know what? I'm going to dip into a little sports betting for March Madness. So I was like, I'm going to – something in my gut. I kid you not. I deposited like 25 bucks the other day just to play around with. And I had like $5 left in the account, right? It just took my money. I was like, you know what? I have a weird feeling. Farley Dickinson. I said, they're a 24-point underdog. I was like, you know what? We're not doing a $5 bet on that. I said, I'm going to take the money line. It was plus 2000 I bet $5.55 on Farley Dickinson, and it paid like $120. I mean, what an upset, though. That's why we love March. 
And I hope you guys are enjoying March Madness. Round of 32 begins today. Excited for that. Uh, Kansas moving on. Missouri moving on. Uh, it's really the majority of the Cardinals fans watch those teams. But anyway, let's talk about the World Baseball Classic, okay? <clears throat> the United States, last episode, I kind of went on a rant about how they needed to wake up, right? Like they were in, uh, they were in fear to not even make it past. Uh, the group stage of the World Baseball Classic, which would have been the first time in history. Well, they responded. They beat Canada really bad. They run-ruled Canada. And then they had to that set it up in a decisive game where they had to beat Colombia. Um, and what did they do? Well, they beat Colombia 3-2 to two a couple nights ago. And Mike Trout, man, how about that? He, he accounted for all three of the team's RBIs. Uh, whew, that's tough, though. 3-2, to two, what a game. Shout out to Mike Trout. Um, it's good to see Mike Trout have success in the World Baseball Classic. And I think all you guys know, it's sad. We've never got to see Mike Trout really compete in postseason baseball, meaningful games. Um, the Angels just don't have it there in L.A., but it's good to see Mike Trout do what he did in the World Baseball Classic, accounting for those three runs. Um, so the United States moves on to the quarterfinals uh, in Miami. They play tonight versus uh, Venezuela. That's who it is. They play tonight versus Venezuela. Uh, Hopefully they can advance to that. If they win that, they go to the semis. And if they win that, they will play in the championship. Uh, some other headlines of the World Baseball Classic from a Cardinals perspective. Um, Tyler O'Neill obviously was on Team Canada. They got eliminated. Uh, he's expected to be back at camp. Uh, he's, you think he's already back at camp. There was an article written on him where he was saying, hey, I want to be that guy. I want to earn my spot in center field. Um. Let's see. This is kind of expected. I didn't expect Canada to advance to the quarterfinals, but how did how did Tyler O'Neill's you know you know uh, World Baseball Classic go with Canada? Well, he had 13 at bats. He finished with a batting average of 6.15, which is good for eight hits, four RBIs. He had five walks and uh, four strikeouts. That's an that's just a fantastic stat line for Tyler O'Neill with Team Canada. Um, I mean, what does this mean for him? Well, I do think that he's going to be the opening day center fielder, possibly opening day left fielder. Why would he, you know, Braxton, why would you say he'd be the opening day uh, um, uh, center fielder? Well, you know, if Jordan Walker makes the club, I expect Jordan Walker to be left field. That means I would put Tyler O'Neill in center field and Lars Newtbar in right field. Now, obviously, that being said, if Dylan Carlson takes his spot in center field, we're going to put probably Dylan Carlson in left field and Lars Newtbar in right field. Um, so we'll see about that. It's good to see Tyler O'Neill have a good, have a good, uh, world baseball classic with team Canada. You know, you can value that just as much as spring training, if not more, in my opinion, right? Like you got to see how these guys compete. Um, only uh, one of the questions I have though, for team United States is, and from a Cardinals perspective is miles, Michael is getting his work in, right? Like that's something that I haven't heard any Cardinals fan really talk about. Like miles, Michael is, yeah, he's on the world baseball team, but I think he's only pitched in one game. And I mean, I don't know. He's just got a handful of innings, right? Like he's not getting his meaningful innings in. Now I know he's still working out and I know that he's, he's probably pitching bullpens. And I mean, I know the way it works. I played baseball, but um, it is something to say about these guys getting live meaningful innings. Um, so that's going to be also, you know, good to keep an eye on. I think he's going to be fine. Uh, listen to this though. I don't know if you guys keep up with Barstool Sports, okay? And I, I'm sure if you've keep up with the World Baseball Classic at all, and I have to, this is this is some crazy stuff, man. So if you don't know, Kevin Clancy, who makes a lot of videos for Barstool, technically his name on Twitter or Instagram or his, his you know podcast is KFC Barstool, okay? If you do not see, so Edwin Diaz 
for the New York Mets, the closer, arguably the best closer in baseball, got injured. Okay, he got injured pretty bad. Um, they were say he he got the he got the close and the, and the save, and they were celebrating a win, and it didn't look like anything egregious. But when they were celebrating the win, Edwin Diaz, they were just you know bouncing, jumping up and down. They didn't do no dog dog pile like the College World Series. They were just celebrating, but Edwin Diaz got hurt. Right, that's exactly the biggest fear of teams, especially the best closer in the game. He got hurt, um, and when he got hurt. You know, KFC Barstool, Kevin Clancy, is he just made himself look like a fool. He started talking about how meaningful the World Baseball Classic is and how stupid it is. And then he he also went out and put up a tweet like, I, I hope all, all of you that are defending him playing in the World Baseball Classic that one of your best players on your team that's in the World Baseball Classic gets hurt tomorrow. Get hurt tomorrow. Like, this guy, you got to go check his stuff out. He looked like a complete idiot. Anybody. That says uh, that that says that these guys don't care about that they shouldn't play in the World Baseball Classic. They're just playing and they are crazy. If you watch any of these World Baseball Classic games, it is absolutely electric, right? Katie Wu, who covers the Cardinals for the Athletic, said this is the most electric baseball game I've ever been to when she was talking about when Puerto Rico is playing the Dominican Republic. Um, that's something to say. Like she's a very credible reporter, and you know you watch these games on TV, and this guy to just sit here and say these are meaning meaning meaningless games. This is this is what if anybody that's listening to this podcast honestly thinks that the World Baseball Classic is is meaningless, doesn't have a heart for sports. Let's say this. A guy, a guy, let's just take me for example, or you, let's say you were out there and you played high school baseball, middle school baseball, college baseball, and you were offered a chance to put the United States jersey on and compete in the World Baseball Classic for your country. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. That is what you that's what you play the game for. That's an honor. Yeah, you run the risk of getting hurt, but you run the risk of getting hurt in spring training or something like that, right? Like that stuff just happens. He didn't even get hurt on a baseball play. He got hurt celebrating. Um so anyone that thinks that these guys shouldn't be playing in this world baseball classic, man, you got to let these guys live. These the, I mean they were about to cry when some of these teams get eliminated, man. They, they you know. So anyway, I just thought that was an interesting story. And tune into these games. Thank goodness these games start. Like tonight, United States plays at 7 o'clock. That's so much better. They, and when they were in Arizona, they were starting at 10 p.m. I only could watch a couple innings before I had to you know, go to sleep, of course. But anyway, hope Edwin Diaz gets better. He does look like he's going to miss the entire season. He's already, the day after the injury, he got a, a surgery performed. Um, he is going to be out for the entire season. That is the fear of this, unfortunately. Um, but, you know, that's just what happens. Injuries, unfortunately, happen. Okay, let's shift things over to the state of the Cardinals in spring training. Um, let's take a look at some of the headlines so far for the Cardinals. Well, let's let's look here. The Cardinals are eleven and six. Um, they just came off a win versus the Marlins, in which they won sixteen to two. Let's start there. Um, starting pitching that game was Stephen Matz. I want to talk. I want to start with him. Let's start with Steven Mads. So he went five point. He went five innings pitched, four hits, one earned run, no walks, three Ks. Steven Matz ERA so far this spring. Let's take a look. I got it pulled up here. Is one point five four. He's pitched eleven point two innings pitched. He's one point five four. The headline of this podcast is the St. Louis Cardinals pitching right now looks like a strength. Okay, looks like a strength. 
Steven Matz looks great. And that is that I can't think of anything more exciting right now than to see a guy like Steven Matz look this good. Um, also, Jack Flaherty. I, I wrote in my, I wrote down here. I don't want to say this is a hot take, but I think Jack Flaherty by the end of the season will be your ace. I wouldn't call that a hot take. I really wouldn't. Um, he, he's entering his prime season at 26 or 27, excuse me, at a whole entire you know, real offseason for once. He's entering a contract year. Um, he's looking to get a max deal, right? Like he wants to really make an impression. Um, his ERA right now in spring is nothing amazing. He's one and one. His ERA is 4.76. He's pitched 11.1 innings pitch. He's gave up 13 hits and six runs. Okay. I would call that a meh, you know, it's a meh spring training, right? That's kind of where Jack Flaherty's at. But I think he needs to sharpen the command of the fastball a little bit, but look, uh, Jack Flaherty, what, what's promising to me is I like to see his velocity up. I like to see him getting his innings in. It's going to take some time for this guy to just get right, and that's what spring training is about. There's a lot of Cardinals fans and a lot of people on the radio that are, are really being tough on Jack Flaherty, but I think he looks good. I think he's at a good spot, and you listened to his interview the other day. He said, you know, I feel good. You know, for heaven's sake, he, he's, he's faced the same team three three times already this spring, okay? Um, I think he's going to be just fine. Miles Michaelis, like I said, uh, excuse me, besides him getting his innings in as being the concern of the World Baseball Classic, you know what you're going to get out of Miles Michaelis. He's going to be fantastic. Okay. That's a strength. Let's be honest. Miles Michaelis is a strength of this pitching staff. So far, Steven Matz this spring looks like a strength. Okay. Let's move down to rotation number three. I'm big on Jack Flaherty. I think he is going to be a strength. Okay, then we got, you know, starter number four. Now, we, depending on Wainwright, we're still looking at his, you know, velocity, stuff like that, um, and so on and so forth. So, also, let's talk a little bit more about the pitching. Connor Thomas. Not Connor Thomas, excuse me. Let me look here. Zach Thompson, excuse me. Uh, I got to switch over my page here. Uh, okay, so, when it, Jordan Hicks and Zach Thomas, these two guys – uh, Zach Thomas right now has a zero ERA still. He's pitched seven innings this spring, and he has a zero ERA. Batting average against him is, point, is 174. Look, this is going to be the glue that holds this team together, is these two guys. I think if you have to say an it factor of the St. Louis Cardinals, I think it's going to be Zach Thomas, and I think it's going to be Jordan Hicks. Um, I think Zach Thomas makes everything look easy. I referred to that in an episode earlier. Zach Thomas just makes outs look easy. That is so big in baseball to have that happen. On the flip side, I don't think Jordan Hicks makes pitching look easy. Um, yeah, he can he can throw. He makes 103 you know miles an hour look easy to throw. But I think a lot of times when when we're trying to get outs, I think Jordan Hicks, man, it's sometimes tough for him uh, to get outs. I'm trying to find his stat line. Let me pull it up real quick. Can't find it. Anyway. Uh, but he had a good outing the other day. He struck out the side. Um, Jordan Hicks did. And I think between Zach Thomas as a lefty and Jordan Hicks as a righty, we've seen Giovanni Gallegos. We already know what we're going to get out of him. He closed out a game last night for Team Mexico in the WBC. He's a big part of your bullpen. Um, those three guys. And then you got Ryan Helsley. Make it four guys, right? And then um, Andre Pallante. Those five guys, right? That's a Andre Pallante. Great. Giovanni Gallegos, great bullpen piece. Ryan Helsley, arguably a, the best bullpen piece. That's three guys. You can get five solid bullpen arms, five solid bullpen arms. That's going to be solid, especially if your starter can get you five, six innings consistently. 
you know, I think we're going to be really good. So I think pitching on this team is the concern coming into spring. But at this, on the flip side of that, I'm like, you know what? They're giving us reason to believe. If you would have told me Zach Thompson would have not given up one run in spring training, knock on wood, um, you know, it's incredible, right? Um, and the same goes for, you know, a guy like Jordan Hicks. We just need to see him uh, really, really, you know, be the glue of this bullpen. So i got two more things I'm going to close this episode with. Uh, Jordan Walker, man, 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 Jordan Walker. How is he doing in spring? Look, I, I, I put a note down here and I say, if Jordan Walker bats 350 or above, which is just absurd, he has to make the team. Okay. And let's say even 300. If, if Jordan Walker is batting 300, I don't know how he doesn't make the team. So Jordan Walker right now has had 45 at bats in spring, which is more than any St. Louis Cardinals player, if I'm not mistaken. He's batting 378. So this is a good sample size here. We're not talking about a guy with 10, 15 at-bats. Jordan Walker has 45 at-bats, and he's batting 378 with an OPS of 1.058. Okay? He's got 17 hits. He's got three home runs, nine RBIs. This guy is incredible. So in my opinion, there's no way that Jordan Walker doesn't make this team if he's batting 350 or above, which is even crazy to think. But even if he's batting 300 or above, I don't know how he doesn't make this team, especially with an OPS that high. Um, Jordan Walker, I think, I think he's going to make the team. I think it's going to be it's going to be a case here. Let's take a look. Uh, Dylan Carlson, he's just grinding away to try to stay in this conversation. He's batting 235 and 34 at bats. It's going to be tough, man. Mason Wins continuing to impress. He's got an average of 333. Uh, Nolan Gorman's 324. So I think right now there's a lot of pressure on Dylan Carlson more than anybody else in camp. It was Paul DeYoung, but now he's injured. Uh, he's batting 154. Same old, same old. He's going to make the roster for his defense, but he's just a dumpster fire. I'm done trying to sugarcoat it. Uh, Wilson Contreras, last thing I want to finish on, he looks great. Um, he's starting to come around. He, he threw a guy out, I think it was on the Friday game. It was one of the early Thursday, Friday, Saturday games, something like that. He threw a guy out. He looks great. He's starting to come around. His bat's starting to come around. <clears throat> Excuse me, Wilson Contreras. Now, all of a sudden, you look up, he's batting over 300. He's batting 318. He has 22 at-bats, and uh, he has seven hits. So he's batting 318. It's good to see his bat come around like that. Um, you know, There was never really a panic button for Wilson Contreras by any means, uh, so it's good to have, see him have a good spring. So anyway... That's all I got. It's a Saturday. I hope all of you enjoy your weekend. Enjoy some March Madness basketball. Enjoy some World Baseball Classic baseball. Enjoy some Cardinals baseball. March is a very, very fun month, and we are only a couple weeks away from opening day at Bush Stadium versus Toronto Blue Jays. All right, that is all. This is the Believe in St. Louis Cardinals podcast. I'm Braxton Wheeler. Everyone have a fantastic evening. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.